what's up you guys robert welcome right back here we're talking about another media talk this is media talk number three we made it through our third one already here we've gone through other things like the last dance and tiktok and its developments with its new ceo in place both of which the episodes you can go and see now i see the potential here i see the potential for something that could be with a Michael Jordan produced and put together uh, documentary, while there was always so now with episode number three here, and just to reintroduce myself, my name is Robert Wolkenbrod of Vulcan Media here, and this third episode is going to jump into some big news we found out this week, some huge news that released the Snyder Cut is coming out. Yes, Zack Snyder's version of Justice League is coming out, which it, for those who have been calling for the Snyder Cut of Justice League to be released for all these years, congratulations, you got it. After shouting from the rooftops for it, since basically the movie came out and from when Zack Snyder was off as director before the film came out, and then Joss Whedon came in and did his own thing, and then it got released. If, you, if you've been preaching all that time, here you go. Here you go. Justice League, you're getting a Zack Snyder version of it, and it's coming out in 2021 on HBO Max, HBO's streaming service that's set to release very soon. Snyder announced this on Wednesday in a live watch-along after a viewing of Man of Steel starring Henry Cavill. So, Zack Snyder is getting his own Justice League. He's editing it all together. He's potentially getting voice actors in place for this. Uh, or he's, he's getting the actors who played the characters possibly getting the chance to re-record their voices for things again. Now, there's so, also some interesting details that go along with this that aren't just the typical... Things. It's not just going to be a typical movie being released on HBO Max. It's going to be a little. It could be a little different here. Now again, it's 2021, but with the way how this is on the streaming service and how we consume things, this could be a, According to the Hollywood Reporter, a f four-hour director's cut, or in the style of a TV show, which would be in chapters. Now, chapters would be up to six, six chapters. So hypothetically, you get you get about yeah, you get about 45 minutes or so of content each time. And it just plays out like a like a little mini series in a way, which is crazy. Yeah. You would have thought that a movie being turned into like a mini a mini series and the movie has been released already. But of course, it's going to be a completely different thing here. But other things too, like Snyder, according to the same report, he's in the midst of reassembling much of his original post-production crew because he's bringing in people to score, cut, and add new features and all to the film, including visual effects, and again, bring back some of the actors to record additional dialogue. Now, these are all, it doesn't confirm it but it's being worked on these all these different aspects here so Steiner's really doing his own thing here we're gonna get his version of it and who knows i mean 
Who, who knows? It's, a, it's just, just a, a Michael Jordan shrug right now. So Snyder Cut is going to be a thing that's an obvious play to the fans. The fans have, again, called for this for years now. Justice League came out in the fall of 2017. Now we're in May of 2020 and figure whenever it comes out in 2021 next year. So it's going to be about, call about three and a half to four years until it comes out. It's, it's a massive project for HBO to be uh, acquiring and then potentially luring people in because while this release is not... Well, the release, the Snyder Cut fan base is very much a minority. It's still loud enough to where it could draw enough attention to where, oh, look at this. They're actually going to be doing this. Why? Why not? Why can't why can't I just go and watch this for a little bit? I'll, I'll give it a chance because there's people who are just going to be craving comic book content. As we've seen with the Marvel stuff and hell, even even though the DC stuff isn't as critically acclaimed, Aquaman still made a billion dollars. Shazam still made a decent amount of money. Wonder Woman 1984, whenever it comes out, is going to have a nice draw for itself too. So it's there's a chance for HBO to do really well here for learning and subscribers. It's a big deal, and it's probably going to be one of their ultimate selling points to people. And I won't be surprised if they end up releasing some some, some type of package where people stay or people can get locked into HBO Max for a certain amount of time so where they stick around for this content and they and they get alerted by oh, okay this is I get a year out of this or I get 2 years out of this out of this for a reduced price I can come in now I can stick around for whenever Snyder's cut of Justice League comes out in 2021 and go from there and I I can lock in HBO money can lock in subscribers can help its growth with hbo max since yes it does have hbo go already but it's everything's being transitioned into this higher profile streaming service which is going to have a lot other content on there that's going to be stand out along with the old shows that they've posted on there for this time so now i want to get into the idea of how or the concept of how fans and their interactions or fans and their calls and cryouts here for change in entertainment properties. Now there's way that goes through other things going on in the country with people calling out for certain things, but through the entertainment realm, this has been going on for a while here. This has been going on with movies, going on with other TV shows, and it's really starting to pop up over the past couple of years now. Not all of it really ever develops into anything. It just it usually ends up into some Twitter hashtags here and there that usually, unfortunately, fade out for them. But in other cases where we get cry, where we get just mass hysteria over things. That whether it's a movie like Sonic the Hedgehog or a TV shows being saved by Netflix, these things are, yeah, they're, they're things that fans want to save. They're things that fans are passionate for. And if there's enough of a fan base to call out for it, everyone listens. And in this case, HBO was willing to listen and willing to tap into that market, that fan base 
of these releases, the Snyder Cut people, who they desperately want to see what Zack Snyder's going to do. They want to see what he's going to do with after what he did with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman and Watchmen, and now with the cut that we never saw of Justice League here. So yeah, the fan the fans got it after two and a half years of calling for it, and now and now yeah, it's it's going to probably lead to other things, or it's going to lead to at least confidence and other things down the line once we get there, to where people are going to say, oh, let's call out for this now. Hopefully we can spark some kind of change if we don't like this. Now people can, that's a debatable topic because the public's outcry on things before something is even released or or after the fact, it's it's something that was never, it never had to be considered before. It never had to be considered. Now we, of course, we live in a different era. This is 2020. Social media makes as big of an impact as anything. That's why people, so, so that's why millions of people are on all these different apps here and why they consume all this different content and why they're, they're everywhere right now with it. So the it's really giving a voice to the public and the voice to the people who might not have had it. And it, yeah, yeah, people have a voice and they're taking advantage of that voice. And it's it, whether, whether or not how you feel for it, it's good for them. It can, it can also have its negative effects, too, that leads to certain comments being made and some pretty ridiculous things being said, some pretty out, outright creepy things being said, especially to, to call out against like actors and actresses on, that are on social media and doing these direct messages to directors and producers and stars and all the like. It, that's another, it's a messed up part of this where people are trying to to push their their opinion and pushing their direction for how they want things to be changed and sure you might not like something but that's not good either to to go directly and make threats and make other vulgar comments it's not right but in the case here i and i'm sure there was probably some pretty pretty nasty comments made along the way about the release release the snacks science <laughs> about the release, the Snyder Cut hashtag, but overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, people got it. It became a more subdued thing over time, especially, yeah, especially just as the years got on, and I used to want to say, quote-unquote, nostalgia. I don't even know if you can call it nostalgia for two and a half years ago. So the people made an impact here. The people got HBO to buy in, and to tap into that market, especially with the effort being, according again to the Hollywood Reporter, in a 20 million to 30 million range. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a movie that's already come out. That's a lot of movie, that's a lot of money to commit to that. So HBO's taking a leap here. They are taking a leap. And whether it works out for public support and, and subscribers, who knows? I think it will. My predictions, I definitely do think it will. Either Whether you wanted the, the Snyder Cut or not, I think it's going to work out okay for them. It's going to be a nice a nice public drawing into it. It's going to get media coverage like it is already, and it's it's a good thing for HBO, I think. They're, I think they're going to they're gonna profit off it. Okay. Taking a leap here. They are taking a leap. And whether it works out 
for public support and, and subscribers. Who knows? I think it will. My predictions, I definitely do think it will. Either Whether you wanted the, the Snyder Cut or not, I think it's going to work out okay for them. It's going to be a nice, a nice public drawing into it. It's going to get media coverage like it is already. And it's, it's a good thing for HBO, I think. So now, as I briefly touched on, this isn't the first time that things have been influenced by people on social media when it comes into movies and television shows. And I want to just go into three examples of this. I'm sure there are other examples. You can let me know otherwise. But what, the most recent one I want to talk about first is Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, Sonic was supposed to come out in the fall of 2019. There was a trailer for it last summer, or it might have been last spring. However, when people saw the trailer, they hated the look of Sonic the Hedgehog since it was a live action movie. They did not like how it wasn't in line with how the character looked in video games and other forms of media. So there was a huge, huge, gigantic outcry there for Sonic to be changed. They wanted so bad because there was all these memes, there was all this bashing. They hated the way that Sonic looked. He didn't look anything like how they say he was supposed to. So the movie studio behind Sonic went back in and they pushed the release date to, I believe it was February of this year. And they redesigned the entire character. They took a leap of faith. They had to pump in more money into it to go in back in and redesign him and put him back into all the scenes because he's a CGI character within a live action movie with with an actor like James Marsden and Jim Carrey. They had to go back in, they had to change everything, and it led to a, I would say, a moderately successful out output. But the movie wasn't anything that's going to redefine the genre of video games being turned into movies or anything like that. But Sonic still did well enough. People loved the way how Sonic looked. It was a very much on point to how you would think Sonic would look. So that happened. And it was from people pouring out their, their support for it. that, Or I should say people pouring out their uh, dissatisfaction with how Sonic looked. Now, some of the comments, of course, were not great. But overwhelmingly, the movie studio felt it was just more than enough to go in and just change the character. Which is unprecedented. And we haven't had anything follow up like that just yet. But down the line, I, I think it would be foolish to not think something like that's going to happen again. People are going to call out for something and it's going to get changed, whether with another video game-ish like character or any form of that, where the character is getting redesigned in some way and people just don't like it. Now, in terms of TV shows, two examples come through Netflix here because Netflix has shown no hesitation in trying to save TV shows here or keep them around that people like. A couple of years ago, Fox canceled Lucifer, a very popular DC comic show based TV show. Lucifer ran for three seasons and had a loyal fan base and Fox pulled the plug on it. So there was a whole outcry for this whole movement of saving Lucifer. They were calling for Netflix to save it. They were pounding their fists into the desks and they were saying to save the show, save the show, give it at least another season. And next thing you know, Netflix did it. Netflix saved Lucifer. All because of the fans. The fans poured out for it and they wanted it. They wanted Lucifer. They got another season of it. And they're actually getting a, yet another season to a season five. Which is yet to come out yet on Netflix. 
Another situation is ABC canceling designated survivor, which starred Kiefer Sutherland. It had another loyal fan base. It it had a, a it was one of those shows that aired, I think like 20 something episodes for its season or something in that ballpark. Lucifer might have done the same thing too. That's just how cable TV is. So now, but now Designated Survivor was called out for it to be saved. People loved the show. It had a good fan base and Netflix saved that too. Due to the public outcry, much of it on Twitter, Facebook, people using the ha hashtags. And from that, Designated Survivor received one last season, the season three, which was moderately short. I believe it was 10 episodes. Unfortunately, Netflix ended up canceling it. So it seems like that's officially done. But still, the power of the people for calling out for it on social media got Designated Survivor one more season. And maybe even besides that too, Netflix could have seen potential in it or like that they saw from the content that was put out for it on ABC. But either way, public outcry impacted decisions and it got designated for Survivor one last season here. So now, just like those three, Zack Snyder's version of Justice League is finally going to come out. There's After all this time, people have been, have been preaching for it. People have been clamoring for it. And we are getting Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. Now, I just want to express my concern here about it. I I thought Justice League, when it came out in 2017, was a pretty terrible movie. Justice League, I thought, it, it seemed like a mix, a hodgepodge of what Zack Snyder wanted and what Joss Whedon wanted. And it was a train wreck, an absolute train wreck. It bombed critically. It didn't do as well as they wanted to financially. And it was just a mess. It was an absolute mess. And and just that I don't is it worth trying to rehab that brand? Because that Justice League is the reason why DC got rebooted. It's the reason why DC and Warner Brothers had to make a change here for their movie side. They had to make a change. Backlash towards Justice League was just so bad that they had to just revamp things. They had to redo how they were going to look at everything. Now, of course, Wonder Woman came out before that, and I got very, very well received. But Justice League set everything back. And that led to, because it was just, it was trying to make it lighter, but lighter in just a very, very horrible way. I don't know how else to sum it up, a horrible way. <laughs> it was just, it was a catastrophe. And it, it tried to reverse course on how dark the DC EU was and all the criticism that came before it. And a lot of the criticism came from what Zack Snyder did. From what Zack Snyder did. These movies were panned. They were panned. Batman vs. Superman. Man of Steel wasn't destroyed, but it's not seen as a great movie. Maybe not even a good movie. Um, Watchmen had its great moments, especially at the beginning, but it's quite a long movie and it's pretty dark too. So this darkness, this dark tone carried through DC, the DCEU and it gave it this reputation that contributed to it needing to be rebooted. Now, especially with Marvel and what Marvel was doing, towing their own line and Marvel putting out content that captivated people 
Now, DC it just had a bad reputation for himself. And I think Zack Snyder is a talented director. I think he knows I think he knows his his DC mythology tremendously. But if we're getting a style of film that's just gonna be dark, depressing, and has undertones that just leads for a slow, methodical pace to the film, I I don't I just don't see how this is gonna be anything different from what we got previously that was critically panned. I don't I I don't know. I mean, sure, Snyder's going in now and doing all these different cuts, which just makes me think that a Snyder cut might not even exist, te technically. Maybe, or maybe he's just taking his own version of the film and just upgrading it. I I I'm just speculating here. But the fact that we're expecting things to be different from what he's done before, and I'm sure now pe there's going to be people who loved what he did before, and that that's great. That's great. We all have our opinions. We all have a we can have a difference of opinion here. But just from my perspective here, I don't know how things are going to be so different from what we got before. And that's my concern. I want to see this do well. I very much want to see this do well. I love comic book movies. I wrote for a comic book website for, for about two years. I consume DC TV shows on the CW. I consume all the Marvel content. I love it all. So I want to see this do well. But... I'm very concerned that we're going to fall into the same area that we did a couple of years back. Where, why is this being put out? Why why is this so dark? Why can't it just tow a, a different line? It doesn't have to be Marvel's line. But a, a better blend of things. Rather than just being dark, depressing, slow, methodical. And something that's just perhaps a struggle for people to get through. Now, it's been a struggle for all people to get through, of course, if you love the characters enough or if you love Snyder's directorial work enough. But it's something that I'm, yeah, I I just have a different opinion on it. And yeah, I'm, 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 all, I'm all concerned with it. I'm just concerned that it's just going to just re, reignite things again, reignite conversations and potentially set back what DC's doing. Here, because DC is also working working with HBO Max on a Green Lantern series too. So your perception of that, you have perception of other DC movies that are going to come out down the line. So it's a big, big thing that's going to have financial impact and it's going to have emotional impact on how we're going to view and how we're going to pay for these DC movie content, DC TV. Maybe not DC TV shows, but the movies for however long. It's a risk. It's a gigantic risk for Warner, Bro Warner Brothers to take, and they do own HBO, so it's a risk. But it's one where I hope it works out, and I also think at the same time too, it's it can be a risk worth taking to re to revamp a movie that was horrible. Again, I want to see it do well. Maybe it will do well. But I'm just concerned. So that will do it for our third media talk here on Vulcan Media. You can catch us on our social media platforms here, which are all at Vulcan Media, wherever you go, whether it's LinkedIn, which I'm going to be making, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram on here is Vulcan Media underscore. So follow along with that. 
If you would like, you can follow me at Real Rob Wolken on Twitter. And thank, thank you for your support. It is so much, so much appreciated. And we will be coming out with more content as soon as possible. And we are going to be launching the video service, I am hoping, before the end of the month, if not early June. So thank you all for your support. Thank you all for checking this out. And I hope to deliver more stuff to you soon.